What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Doing business like a CEO while saving like a CFO. Staples has all the supplies you need to run your business like a boss at prices that'll make your bookkeeper smile. Now that is an achievement. Everything from markers and pens to 2019 desk calendars. And right now, a 12-pack of Sharpie markers and an 8-pack of Expo dry erase markers are only $4.99 each. At Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. Ends one nineteen nineteen in store only. Hi, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Business Q&A. This is utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station, and I'm your host, Peter Lamont. Well, today we're going to be answering a question about small businesses and written agreements. So the question that's being asked is, how important is it for a super small business to have written contracts and agreements? And we're going to get to that question in just one minute. But before we do, I want to tell you a little bit about MedievalWP.com. Would you like a faster WordPress, a managed WordPress, and most importantly, a secure WordPress? You need MedievalWP.com. With just a few clicks, you can easily transfer or begin hosting your WordPress site with MedievalWP.com. A cloud-based solution, MedievalWP.com can load your pages faster, install needed updates, and provide a level of security to make your website a virtual fortress. Want to be treated like online royalty? Sign up today at MedievalWP.com. So if you'd like more information, just head on over to MedievalWP.com. All right, so back to today's question. Now, I understand why this question is being asked because, you know, in, I think, the mind of a lot of super small business owners, and we're going to use that term, that's part of the question, and uh, today we're going to just coin that, that phrase, super small business. Uh, I'm going to take that to mean a business of maybe one or two people. Uh, Maybe it's just one person. But we're going to call super small businesses something in the area of one to three people, okay? Now, I understand that question. I understand why it's being asked. It's being asked because, you know, sometimes when you're a super small business, you don't feel as though you need to move forward with all of the more traditional, stuffy type um, procedures and policies and practices that larger companies have to deal with. So, for example, a small business, a super small business, as the question refers to it, is not going to have a, an accounting department, for example, or a human resources department. Maybe they'll have an accountant. Maybe they'll have somebody who does hiring, but they're not going to have a full-fledged human resources department, accounting department, social media or advertising department. So a lot of those formalities, a lot of those departments and different structures in a large company, they obviously don't apply to small or super small businesses. And therefore, I think that a lot of super small businesses get confused and they start to think that it's not important for them to have written agreements. And that is a mistake, an absolute mistake. It is a terrible, terrible idea to think that you can successfully operate your business, I don't care what size it is, without having written agreements. It is probably one of the most common yet most devastating mistakes that a small business can make 
at any time. I want to explain a little bit more about that and why I'm saying that and why I get so worked up when I hear that small businesses or super small businesses don't think it's important to use written agreements. Now, why? Why would you not want to use a written agreement? Well, I can give you the answer. First of all, maybe you don't have enough money for a lawyer to draw up a proper contract. So that's number one, money. You don't have the money to invest in a lawyer. Number two, time. So if you don't have a lawyer do it, then that means you're going to have to do it and you don't have the time to do it when you're trying to grow your business. Knowledge. Again, if you're not going to have a lawyer do it, then you're not 100% certain that you're going to say or do the right thing. Number four, why is it not important? Because you're a small business and you're dealing with small players, small customers, small dealers or distributors, and everybody likes everybody and we're all good because we're small. Nobody's going to hurt us and therefore we don't need it. Those four reasons are not valid. They will lead to absolute disaster if you don't think along the lines of putting things in writing. Okay? Again, I don't care how small you are. If you are in business selling products, selling services, then you need things in writing. If you are, let's say, a retail establishment, a retail establishment, would you not? ring people up at the cash register and give them a receipt? I mean, would you just, you know, take cash and here's your product? No, of course not. So you want to log in those sales and give them receipts. But beyond the retail business, okay, which is, I think, established, even if you're going to be a small retailer, you're a specialty shop, you know that you're going to buy a cash register, you're going to track it, you know that people are going to come out of your store with a receipt and their items and that sort of thing. But what about your agreements with your distributors? What about the wholesalers that you purchase from? Do you have agreements with them? If you don't, you've got to figure out whether you need one. Worse yet is what happens if they give you an agreement and you sign it without understanding what it says? I mean, that can cause the exact same amount of disaster on the flip side as if you don't have a contract, you know, you signing contracts that you shouldn't be signing. We're not going to talk about that today. We're going to discuss that in another episode, um, you know, about understanding what you're signing. But I just want to highlight that and bring that to your attention. But going back to my point about contracts is, do you, do you know if you've got contracts with, with the necessary people? What if you're not a retail establishment, but you're instead a home improvement contractor? Let's say you're a plumber or an electrician. Well, first of all, in most states, it's required by law that if you're, the value of your services are over a certain amount, that you need to have the agreement in writing. So, in those instances, if you don't have a written agreement with your client, you could not only be uh, in trouble because they don't pay you and there's nothing to document it, but you could be in trouble because you're violating the law. What about situations where you don't, you don't have any of that? You're not a contractor. Let's say you're an accountant or you are, 
I don't know, a consultant of some sort, right? What about that? Do you need to have a contract? Why do you need to have a contract? Of course you do. You need to be able to limit the scope of what services you're providing to your clientele. Let them know what you will and will not do because if you don't do that, then a disgruntled customer comes back and says, you promised me the moon, I didn't get it, and I'm going to sue you. All right, contracts are ways of sort of putting the agreement down on paper and for a number of reasons. And I'm not even going to get into the the legal definition of contracts or any of that stuff. I just want to simply highlight the fact that by putting things down on paper, you are leaving fewer things to chance because now you can go back and you can say, you promised to do this. I promised to do that. I did my end, but you didn't do yours. You know, a good example is a situation that I was made aware of recently with a, um, a company that entered into a contract with another company for uniforms. Okay, this one company, we'll call it Company A, is going to be producing, providing, making uniforms for Company B. And halfway through the term of the contract which was for you know over $100,000, uh, Company B decided that they're just not going to pay them anymore, and they stopped doing anything. So Company A says, well, what do we do? And because there is a contract, it's easy to say, hey, wait a minute. Company B agreed to these terms. They agreed to pay regardless of whether or not their business, whatever they were using the, the uniforms for, was successful. They, they're going to pay you. And as a result of that, it was very easy, and I say easy in quotes, easy to move forward and to get Company B to live up and fulfill, live up to and fulfill their obligations under the contract. Now, completely different scenario when you have no written contract. All right, contrast what I just said to this scenario. A gentleman calls and says, I was taking care of a friend's ailing father. And we had an oral agreement that I was going to be paid for the time that I put in. And now the gentleman's dead. I probably have earned somewhere in the neighborhood of $25,000 for all the time that I put in taking care of this ailing individual. And now I am not getting paid. What do I do? Much harder now because there's nothing in writing to go and say, hey, wait a minute. The you know relatives of, of this person that just died... They promised me money. What do you think they're going to say? I mean, generally speaking, they're all going to stick together and say, no, I don't know what you're talking about. You did it because you love the old guy. You know, you did it out of the kindness of your heart. You're a good Samaritan. We never told you that we'd pay you. No, you misunderstood. So where does that leave you? Well, that leaves you holding the bag, an empty bag at that. So that's why it is so important to have a contract, regardless of the size of business you are. Okay, A, to protect yourself, to limit the scope of what you're going to be doing, to make sure that your customer or client fully understands the services that you're providing and the limitations of your services or product. Okay, and then B, to get paid. You want to be able to have something to go back on to enforce these payment terms. If you've done the work or provided a service or a product and you don't get paid for it, aren't you entitled to, to be able to collect? Sure you are. 
But if you don't have proof of the agreement, if you don't have proof that you're entitled to that money, it becomes much more difficult. Is it impossible? No. But you know what it is? Expensive and time-consuming because now you're going to have to go through the litigation process. You're going to have to file a lawsuit, conduct discovery, take depositions, see who's going to admit that you had an agreement with them, and that is excessively time-consuming, a year, a year and a half for you to get any relief if you're lucky, and that assumes that a jury believes you and that the other side isn't lying. So to prevent all of that, to prevent the impact of someone who lies, you need to have things in writing all the time. I don't care if you're dealing with a cleaning lady that's going to come in and clean your office bathroom once a week. You're a very super small office. It's you and a secretary, and you're going to hire a cleaning person. Okay, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, I'm going to pay her cash off the table. Okay, and then you run the risk of a lawsuit if she trips and falls in the building, if she gets hurt somehow, you run that risk because you're paying her under the table. Now, if you pay her and it's like a 1099 service or if she gives you an invoice and you pay it, that's a different story, but you need to have something in writing with her. Even if it's just you writing a letter saying, to your you know, cleaning person, um, you're going to be coming to my office on Thursdays to clean. Here's you know what we're going to pay you, and here's how it's going to work, because that way you've got something to fall back on. And this is just a simple, simple example, because what, what happens if you agree verbally with her and you say, I'm going to pay you $25 to clean this small bathroom in my office, and then she says you promised 50 And then she has her husband come in and say, yeah, I was there when he said it. Definitely 50. What are you going to do? You know, now you've created a he said, she said scenario and nobody, nobody wins there because by the time you're done fighting that so much time, money and effort has been expended. It just is not worth it. So to answer this question one more time. I don't care how small your company is. You need to have written agreements for things. Everything that is important to you, okay? Is it important? Does it bring in revenue? Is it a relationship? Well, then you probably need an agreement. And if you don't know whether or not you do need an agreement, I think that aside from contacting a lawyer, which everybody could tell you to do, go call a lawyer, I think aside from that, I think there's there's sort of a test that you have to run through in your head. And I think that test is, you know, as follows. The first thing you have to think of is how important is this relationship to you? Financially, maybe from your reputation, how important is the relationship? If it's important, I think you've got to already start thinking about the idea of a contract. Number two, think to yourself, what is the risk if somebody doesn't fulfill their obligations under this this proposed agreement. You know, at this point, it's a verbal agreement. What's the risk? Well, the risk is I could perform all these services and not get paid. Or the risk is I could hire somebody to do some work and then they don't understand what it is they're doing and then they sue me for some sort of discrimination. You've got to think, is there risk associated with it? And if in your mind you come up with 
A, this is important, and B, there's risk associated with it, I would le- lean towards preparing a, a written agreement. And again, it doesn't have to be a contract per se, but it's got to be some sort of written documentation that you can fall back on and say, hey, look, here's what I wrote. Here's what you signed. This is what we talked about. The idea of putting things in writing is super important and I think often overlooked because it can be time consuming. And there are so many things that you can do from a technology standpoint to help you dictate an agreement, dictate a letter, and have it typed. I mean, so many things. And we'll get into that in another show as well uh, as far as the the technology of writing. Um, But, I mean, just look, I can't emphasize this enough. Don't think that simply because you're a small or super small business that you don't have to have a contract. You do. You've got to have written agreements. You've got to get things in writing. Okay, you've got to do it. I can't emphasize it enough. So make sure that you protect yourself by having things in writing. All right, well, hopefully that answers the question. I want to thank you for uh, submitting the question. And I want to remind you of a few things. First of all, If you are not already subscribing to this podcast on iTunes, please make sure you do so. Okay, go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast. That way you're notified when new episodes are available. Also, if you want to, you know, do something super great, I would so, so appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes and um, just rate us on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Also know that there's a YouTube channel, and if you're not subscribing to the YouTube channel, then you're missing out on important information, both business and legal. There's legal how-to, there's business Q&A, there's a lot of things available on the YouTube channel that are not available on the podcast and vice versa. So you need to have both. Also, make sure that you're checking out utlradio.com frequently so that you can keep updated on recent events. We're in the process right now of revamping the site and making it a a really great site, a great, easy-to-navigate place for you to go to find everything. But, you know, go to the site right now. You'll find, for example, some downloads, the top 10 legal writing tips for non-lawyers. It's a free download. It helps you with your legal writing, whether you're writing to the court, to a lawyer, or to the neighbor next door who keeps you up at night because they're playing drums or music. So, you know, check that out. Get that free guide and learn how to enhance your legal writing skills absolutely free. And then uh, I want to finally say, please make sure that you continue to submit your questions and and provide feedback. A, the feedback is wonderful, and I really appreciate it because it helps me create better content for you. And uh, it also makes me feel good when you say that, you know, something we said or did is helping you. It's beneficial. That's just absolutely wonderful. And also, it helps me to create content that you need, things that fit your life, your business, questions that you might need answered. So please keep those comments coming. Please keep the feedback coming. You know, if you want to get in touch with me directly, you can email me at info at utlradio.com. Phone number is on the website at utlradio.com. There's Facebook, Twitter, Google+, YouTube. If, you know, if there's a social media outlet out there, then we're probably on it, and you can contact us through that or uh, you know, through the various methods that I just mentioned. Uh, so I want to thank you for joining me today and for being part of the utlradio.com family. Remember to check out medievalwp.com, 
And also, please remember to share this information with your friends, family, and colleagues, and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. I'll see you next time. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. 